Going live. <clears throat> hey, welcome to another episode of this week's Gig News. Me, your host, Chad Gig Economist. Almost forgot my name there for a second. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and my co-host Hannibal is hungry. How you doing, man? Yep. Sorry for being late. This is the second, the second one, second time I was late. Yeah, uh, get, get like a something like a challenge or a kind of a penalty for being late. Yeah, you have a uh, dogs running around or something. It was the one of the busiest, busiest weeks doing the dog dog thing. Mm -hmm. It just everyone is traveling except me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, people are going all over the place, and they're leaving their dogs to me. Hmm. Yeah, I just got back a week ago. I was in upstate New York. So anyway, uh, we always try to start the show with like an interesting story of the week i always let you go first i know and i i all right we'll play this game again how many dashes or grub hubs or uber eats you think i've done this week well if it's anything like last <laughs> week i'm gonna say less than one hand none hmm. all of these i mean i'm still a you know i'm still a gig worker so don't kick me off the show hmm. it's just um dog walking people are like i said people are traveling some people are going to columbia i'm holding a dog uh for a client going to columbia someone um holding a cat for someone going for grenada like all these people are going to these awesome exotic places and i'm here hmm. in brooklyn hmm. so yeah so it's kind of but it's great good hmm. business but man i'm tired you're thinking just like starting your own like animal like grooming and boarding i thought of, i thought about that I thought about that, but I, I guess I'm not fully into this is what I want to do forever because I did work at a small business doing it and mm -hmm. the owners were very, very paranoid and not, they didn't seem like they enjoyed the business because you always worried about something going wrong because yeah. you're, you're dealing with living things. So I'm thinking like, yeah, I like this for right now, but just like doing gig work or like DoorDash, like it's a means to end. I want to do something else. So that's probably why I haven't been like put my whole two feet into like, okay, I want to run a business yeah. long term with dogs. You ever think about going to veterinary school? No. 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 I, I mean, I seeing hanging out hanging out with sick dogs, sick dogs all the time is just yeah. seems to be a little bit depressing. Like I've seen I've been in rooms where they had to put down a dog, like a client, a dog. It's not fun. So like yeah. if that you gotta do that all the time, I'm not interested. I'm maybe I'm just a softy. <laughs> I'm uh, going to point out some people in the chat. Pedro is here. He donated $10 to the uh, the Chad's Charity Challenge, American Cancer awesome, Society. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Thanks, Pedro. Pe yeah, I said, uh, I would love for you to do a video for the Charity Challenge. He said, I need to clean it up first. Yeah. And uh, Kyle Noel, no I don't know if it's No or Kyle No is here. Brett, Be Brett Byler and Razor. Where's a strong strong mom of three girls? She's usually here. <laughs> yeah, she's probably running late. Or Jacqueline Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my uh, interesting gig story of the week is... So I had... I was going to make a video of about doing Whole Foods through Amazon Flex because on both Monday and Thursday... Or not Monday. Wednesday and Thursday, I had back-to-back -back blocks, like 12 to 2 and then 2.30 to... 4.30. You always had to have like a half hour break between them. So Wednesday went off without a hitch. I um, I didn't make as much money as I usually do. I mean, it's also slow. So then Thursday, I get my, I show up for 12.30 and they, I get like a huge, huge order. I get like three shopping carts full and mm. I have like six stops and they're all like really it's like the long distance like if they're all like on the same if they're on the same city that'd be fine but when i'm yeah. so like around um two o'clock like my next my next block was three to five so it was yeah it's 12 30 2 30 then three to five so around two o'clock i'm making this delivery and it's like in a gated community and what's really weird is that they gave me the gate code and lets me in the gate and then I try right. to go back out the same gate I came in, and it won't it won't let me. It's like for residents only, so I have to like deadhead like two or three miles back 
in the opposite direction to go out through the main gate and then go all the way around to just to get to where I was just trying to go. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. And so Amazon screwed me because the way the, the algorithm is supposed to be smart that it knows that it's going to take you, you know, this much time to... And especially, I noticed that, like, when I have back-to-back blocks, usually the first block will only have, like, a handful of stops because they know I need to get back to the store. This right. one had six stops, and it took me way out to the middle of nowhere. So it's like, and you have 45 minutes to, actually, it has to be less than 45 minutes before your block starts. If you cancel it, you're you're fine. But if you cancel 45 minutes or less, you get penalized. Right. <clears throat> so I call driver support at like 2.10, and I t- explain the situation. I'm like, can you, like, can you change my block? Can you, like, change it to, like, 3.30 to 5.30? Or like, no, we can't do that. Of course not. And the guy's like, I would recommend, um, if you don't want to get penalized, cancel your block now. And I was like, so I had to do that. Um, Because there was... It's funny that you you were talking to a human being, right? Yeah. Um, I mean... uh, A human being. To... But you could they couldn't stop the you know the algorithm. Like they couldn't yeah. stop the technology of just mm-hmm. zeros and ones bouncing around. Isn't that kind of sad actually? Like they Yeah, you know, or they, just reschedule the time. But it's like they don't they don't have the ability to do that. They they can do other stuff. Right. Like um but I mean it's like they have very my, like th- this has happened to me once or twice where I was doing a whole foods block and like I it, like it'll say pick up and it says X number of of they call it packages, even though they're just grocery bags. Right. And I, I saw once, I think this this was actually on a ride-along video, I think, about, I can't remember, was this year or last year? It was a while ago. Um, I get there, and it says, pick up 40-something bags. And I'm like, I can't, there's no way I'm going to fit 40-something bags. Can't fit that old Honda fit, right? Nah, well, <laughs> maybe I could, but I would just have to have everything stacked. And you don't, like, that's the problem with doing Whole Foods is, like, the bags are sealed. And they don't label like what's fragile, and so you don't know if like you're gonna put, you know, uh, vegetable oil on top of bread. You know, yeah. I mean, or, all you you can, or eggs on top of something yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, but yeah, so like that happened to me. Like I would actually call driver support and I say I can't take this many bags. Can you just take, you know, one of these routes off and like or one of these deliveries off, and they will. And last time I did that, they they screwed me again. They just deleted my entire block. I lost everything. I was so pissed. So even the idea of is that you think is a way to de incentivize you to call for something like mm-hmm. they kind of want you to hey just figure it out. Like if you have any kind of concerns, like the fact they just knock your whole block off for for a legit concern is it, that's kind of that's kind of um, like I, I, that was the feeling I would get. Like oh, you really want me just to get get this done without complaining? Yeah, I I I think I get the feeling like Amazon's kind of like that. But I think like with the support thing, it's just that they're farmed out to people in India or Philippines or wherever. Yeah, I'm not. Are. Yeah, no blame on them. They're, it's just they. Yeah, they, they're they're, they're very poorly trained, and like Instacart is is the same. So mm-hmm. we got a few more chatter in the in the in the chats here. Britt Byler says, "Is gig jobs and YouTube your full time gig work?" Mr. Chat, yes. DoorDash Steve says, hey. Rideshare Lisa says, hey. What's up, guys? So, speaking of Rideshare, a lot of our news this week is Uber-related, for better or worse. So Yeah, guess, the Uber seems to be having getting some taking some hits the last <laughs> couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess our main story is, of course, the Uber and Lyft drivers strike on Wednesday. I mean, there isn't much to really report on other than the fact that there was a strike and like you just see these all the time so i'm, I'm just gonna read real quick from like the guardian uh hundreds of uber and lyft drivers have joined other app-based workers across the u.s day for a day-long strike to protest against poor working conditions and demand the right to you to organize the workers that are calling for better wages and congressional support of the pro act which we we've talked about before blah 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 so i mean i'll put the link in the description you guys can read this if you want but <clears throat> But something interesting to me, here's a story on Reuters. And um, so if we go down to like the th- fourth paragraph. It says, we want to see at the table, said driver Alvaro Bolognese. Sorry. But this it says, part of a 50-strong protest at Los Angeles Airport. 50. Mm-hmm. They're in Los Angeles, and they could only get 50 people to show up. That's That's pretty bad. So, 
Um, yeah, I, but it's funny, like, um, you know, like, if we're trying to relate it to the DoorDash, you know, day of rest, protest, whatever you want to call it, that, you know, we're, you know, a lot of people are upset with what, you know, the direction DoorDash is going. But imagine being an Uber or Lyft driver, especially an Uber driver. Uber um, was founded or started, what, 2009, eight? Like, was it? It's probably, I think so. I think I it was know, like, I think it was closer to like 2011 or 12. Something like, yeah. I think it was local just in San Francisco. Yeah, but it seemed like even they are still trying to persuade, you know, I guess mm-hmm. this company to do certain things and it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, there's a difference between, I guess, uh, DoorDash and the rest of those food delivery apps compared to Uber and Lyft that they have, Uber and Lyft have a labor problem. People are not doing the ride share. Like you said, you're a former ride share driver yourself. Mm-hmm. You'd rather do food delivery. And I think a lot of the Uber drivers are doing food delivery too, which doesn't help people who want to specialize in food delivery because they, they realize I can make around the same amount of money and not run my car into the ground. So we got to compete with, you know, former Uber drivers and Lyft drivers. So mm-hmm. no matter how many the stimulus they put out and all the other type of things, uh, they, they may have a problem. And the, and the rides, the fares are increasing. From the few times I had to use Uber, it's mm-hmm. way more expensive than it should be. Really? But really? there's, yeah, but there's less. So everything is surged. So everything when, when was is, the last time you used it? Uh, last, was a week or half ago uh, to the to the funeral. And then we went get something to eat afterwards. Mm-hmm. It was expensive. <laughs> I mean, it was for, for the for the mileage. And you're kind of just in like, yeah, it should cost this much money. But, you know, you'll see that, you know, there's a little surge in there. And you're like, well, I, you know, I don't feel like driving right now. I'm not in the mood. But um, if you talking to people, you, yeah, they do complain that the Uber, uh, the Uber, the rides are kind of expensive, more than usual. Yeah, I haven't used Uber as a customer or rider or whatever in at least a year, maybe a year and a half or more. I remember, like, I pretty much only use it to, uh, like, if I was going to go to downtown Sanford, that's where the bars are. It's it's only yeah. three miles. So it's usually like if I was like on a date, it's just like you know I don't want to drive. She doesn't want to drive. So yeah, yeah, you gotta find a parking space. Yeah, it, yeah. It's convenient. Yeah, and it's only like nine bucks to go three miles, and and I usually would tip them in cash. You know, it's it's right. really not bad at all. I haven't checked. You should check it out again and see how much it would cost now. I or if you're in a different area, but it, you know, I think I think a lot of people, a lot of Uber drivers, are like I've been through this enough and. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't, I guess it's just the job wasn't uh, lucrative enough to continue. Mm-hmm. So I think they do have some issues on hand, but, you know, like yeah, someone, that was 2010. Thank you, Lisa. It's been that long and they're still fighting. So I'm wondering what 10 years are going to look like for these other food delivery apps. Like, is it still going to be a constant, we're going to protest, we're going to mm-hmm. fight, and we're going to do this and that. And like, will anything really change? I don't know. Well, I've always said like when it comes to these gig apps, for like major change, it's I, I only see two possibilities: is either they lose a lawsuit or settle a lawsuit, you know, yeah. or the government steps in. I don't, I don't yeah. really see. I mean, I would love for there to be some kind of third alternative, but and that's I mean that's what kind of like what people are striking for. And by the way, um, like these drivers. Um, in these protests, most of these, in fact, I, I'd say like almost none of them speak for me because, like they said in the in the article, it said they're all pro pro act. You know, they're trying to like get the pro act, which is like AB five on a national level. Yep. And if we can just get up on our soapboxes here for a second, so if you guys, if anybody's watching or listening, and you're to like the right of Bernie Sanders, uh, trigger warning. So um, <laughs> it, it really cracks me up that people on that side of the aisle or that general i hate to like kind of paint with a broad brush here but if you're protesting uber and you want like the government to mandate that they pay you like 20 bucks an hour i i think i know what your political ideology is and it's very ironic because like we had in, in california ab5 which was a government um law and then like what was like a year later prop 22 which actually was decided by the people and the people have spoken in a democratic way. The majority yeah. said, we don't want to be employees. 
or at least the voters, you know, said it. I mean, you can right. split hairs, but it's like the democratic process, which probably a lot of these people believe in, did not um, deliver what they wanted. So now they're going from California to Washington, D.C., and right. they want to twist the, their arms there to make this. It's like, I don't want this. You don't speak for me. I want right. to be independent a contractor. Yeah, like I know it sucks like with no benefits and stuff like that, but I like there's just too much um unknown i it's like the what's that cliche like the devil you know versus the devil you don't know or whatever you know yeah we we we're, we're we're looking with we, you i think with those people who are looking for like i said that extra that they they're looking to think like the other side of that grass is going to be greener that they think like if these if, they, if uber just do these things things will mm -hmm. be so much better but obviously there's a lot of issues that come is is a complicated problem but just for, I guess, the overall idea, what exactly are the Uber drivers are protesting? Is it just the fare is mm. increased? Are they looking for more benefits? Are they looking for more of? I just want more. You call an employee because <laughs> that's what an employee gets, right? They get the they get benefits. Like, do they? I don't know if you would ask. If you, I think you like you said, ask the average gig worker who is doing rideshare. Do you want to be an employee or continue doing you know independent contractor? They'll probably say, I want to continue to be an independent contractor. And I think what you said a couple of uh, episodes ago, we're going to have to figure out a different term for what we're doing. Yeah. Like you said, you got the employee, got the, like it, it has to be some middle ground. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's going to be probably a government thing. And even even that might just be a matter of semantics of just we're, we're going to call you workers instead of independent. Con but it's like it's like, well, what comes with that? Am I guaranteed like an hourly wage or yeah. benefits and stuff? I mean, it's like I with these. I, a lot of people want what these people are protesting is they want they want the best of both worlds. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't I want to be an independent contractor, but I also want to be guaranteed earnings and I want to be uh guaranteed uh to have benefits or whatever it is they yeah. want. And it's like, no, that's the the game. If you want that stuff, go get a W2 job. And there, there's literally millions of them out there, you know. Um Is it is it is, so you think what dashers are looking for or is more of a realistic thing like i think well i don't know if the door dashers are i know some were saying that we wanted a four dollar base pay but mm -hmm. if if we go and say hey we just want to know how much we're getting like the full payout without the nonsense that mm -hmm. seems like more of a easy compromise compared to saying i want uh benefits and i want this and that you know yeah so i'm thinking like maybe the dashers have a more of a realistic uh thing to fight for yeah well that's uh that kind of segues into it's not really a story yet uh, at least not outside of gigtube is that even like okay so we had the uber and lyft strike on wednesday but then there's going to be the doordash day of rest on this coming saturday july 31st and like what the i don't know like the organizers quote-unquote organizers um like they're saying like they're not saying not to work like they're just saying, don't work for DoorDash that day. Do yeah. Uber Eats or Grubhub or, or Instacart or whatever other our gigs you got going. And I mean, we kind of talked about this last week, but it, I, one day of rest, unless you get like ninety percent of dashers participating, it's I I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. Yeah, hey, I think it, it. To be completely honest, it kind of was dead in the water with a lot of uh, fellow gig tubers were basically trashing the idea. They were. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see a lot of them. Uh, the only one who had like a nuance, a balanced approach to it was Pedro with his video. I think he posted yesterday or the day before. They like, had a balance of like uh, explaining both sides. Everyone else that made a video basically was just saying this is a terrible idea or we should just figure it out or multi app or. So it's interesting. What's a, one of the big uh, YouTube uh, Uber? Uh, guys i think it's rideshare professor um well, he's like forty four thousand subs i think he's pretty i don't know if you've seen his stuff yeah i know who he is and he's like he's a very he's controversial figure to, yeah, yeah but, he's full on you know strike and he's he's out there so it is interesting how um and it seems like he's been doing a rideshare for a long time but it is interesting how those two different i guess communities are engaged with mm. how how do we try to get the, the business to change or the company to change. I don't think anything's going to happen anytime soon with uh, DoorDash at yeah. all. I mean, I, I, you know, I would agree. Like, 
it, it's more about getting the media attention to it. Is that and uh, John at Ride Upstate, <laughs> um, he has an idea. It's pretty good. He said like every time you see like a two dollar um, DoorDash order, like you know, screenshot that yeah. and send it to like Mr. Beast. And because like he's like probably the most popular YouTuber right now, and like if maybe if he if he sees enough of these, like it'll he'll it'll bring him cause he, like he is somebody who has even though he's not like a journalist exactly, but just he has a huge enough platform, or even like a PewDiePie or somebody like that, somebody who just like who has that platform, and if they started talking about it, like then it would get mainstream attention. But Kind yeah. Of, it, I, it, 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 yeah, you're right. Like, we have to have like a, a campaign to try to drive attention to this problem. But yeah. we also have to realize that, you know, is the business model strong enough for everyone to get paid well or get paid? Like these two dollar offers and these two, you know, two dollar and twenty five cent offers are there because they're still trying to figure out how to make money off this thing. Mm-hmm. They can they make a lot of money, but got to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're not able to figure it out. And, you know, should we stay around to wait for them to figure it out? Or do you find other things to do? Like some people are going to stick it out and they're going to continue to do this full time until like, like probably like you, right? Like you're, but you have like 15 apps. Yeah. But what happens if that you know, person only has one app? Like, should they stick around waiting for it to... Uh, you know, you know, like I said, figured things out, and also, I'm not sure if this is actually legit. I know Pedro talked about it, and I saw someone else talk about it. That DoorDash is paying you to wait for an order, like ten dollars an hour or nine dollars an hour. Do you, you hear anything about that? Yeah, that's uh, I think that's something Prop Twenty Two related in California. Um, I haven't really had a chance to. It seems to be yeah, mostly rumors at this seen, point because. Yeah. I, I'm only seeing it on GigTube, and like I have my Google News alerts, and I haven't gotten any Google News alerts about that yet. So, yeah, um, I guess when it officially pops up, maybe we can talk about it because I find yeah. that very interesting as well. It hasn't, and it was it's from like you know it's it's um, obviously a beta testing, so they're only putting it in certain markets. So some people are getting this as soon as they get on their Dasher app, they look at the, the inbox, and it's showing them this information. So. Mm. Uh, I guess we can move on to the next story. We got a, I got three Uber stories in a row, and actually there was more than that. But um, let's let's move on to something. I've seen this in multiple um, uh, places this week. Uber expands its grocery delivery service to more than four hundred U.S. cities and towns. This is on TechCrunch.com. Uber has announced the first major expansion of its grocery delivery service in the U.S. The company has. It's more than doubling the number of service areas this week to north of 400 cities and towns. And now serves several major markets through Uber and Uber Eats, including San Francisco, New York, and Washington. Rapid expansion was partly fueled by a partnership with Albertsons companies and its 1,200 grocery stores across the country. Albertsons owns Safeway, Jewel Osco, blah, blah, blah. Grocery home delivery. Yeah. No. All right. So it's just basically um, regurgitating a PR uh, statement, but this this I don't really understand is because Uber already owns Corner Shop, which is their equivalent of Instacart. So yeah. aren't they going to cannibalize themselves if they have if they're competing like if Uber Eats is competing with Corner Shop for grocery yeah, delivery? This, yeah, this one is a little confusing considering yeah, Corner Shop is Corner Shop uh, different. Are they going after different types of grocery stores? And I know Albertsons, um, DoorDash has a deal with them as well. So I guess there's there's not much of a difference between the two. I'm just, I guess, grocery grocery shopping is what's going to happen. That's the way to make money. You know, it's not the it's not necessarily the restaurants and the food delivery. It's groceries. So these companies are going to have to fight and vibe to try to get and corner the grocery market, but Albertsons is it's with DoorDash as well. I mean, DoorDash has Walmart. I don't think any other uh, app you can get Walmart orders. Is that true? I don't think so. I don't, I've never I seen a Walmart. Do, yeah, I know you can do Walmart through Instacart in California. Well, okay. but as of right, like where I live, you can only order Walmart through Walmart. Yeah. 
And I guess Instacart still has like, you know, your BJ's and your mm. your uh, Costco's and stuff like that. So, but, yeah, but I'm just su- saying I don't I don't get this move or or is it just going to be like a redundant where it's like you can order Albertsons through both like Uber Eats and Corner Shop? Because I, I, I don't Maybe. know like who's using. I find that like f- for grocery shopping online, it's using a phone app. Even the Instacart app is not that good. It's like you want the the full experience. So you should have use a, a desktop or PC or a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean that's it's just easier that way. By the way, oh John McCallion just donated ten dollars to uh, American Cancer Society. So thanks, John. Awesome, for that. thank you, John. Um, yeah. So not much to comment on that. I mean, I Uber is was your first app, right? Have you ever done any like Seven Eleven or? Um, I did Seven Eleven. I did Walgreens. No, Walgreens. I did for DoorDash. Seven Eleven for Uber Eats. And it wasn't a shop. Basically, you walked in and they... It was already ready, yeah. Yeah, it was already yeah, it was already taken care of, so I didn't have to shop. Only shopping only ever occurred when I did, uh, obviously, Instacart and DoorDash for um, Walgreens, which is very simple stuff. You walk in and get, like, three, four items. Uh, that's, not a, that, you know, that's not a big deal, but I think that's where it is, where people do not want to leave their house, and they want you to go to their local stores mm-hmm. and pick up random crap for them. And, you know... All these companies are going to be vying for those control of that those type of markets. So, mm-hmm. I think Uber they all know where it is. That's where the money is. They look at Instacart. They realize mm-hmm. Instacart was doing pretty well. They want to they want to approach and poach that kind of territory. So, mm-hmm. we'll yeah, see. I don't know. It's just if I was going to order so from Walmart, apps. I would just use the Walmart app. Yeah, there's so many apps. Like um, <laughs> they put it in the chat. Point pickup, Roadie, Gold Puff, and. Well, those are delivery apps, but to actually order Walmart is, as far as I know, you can only use okay. Walmart app, or if you live in California, you can order through Instacart. Mm-hmm. So, uh, should we move on? We got a couple yeah. uh, jokey, you know, levity stories. If you if you want to cover one of those, all right, let's go. All right, so this one is gonna. You ever heard the phrase "history doesn't repeat; it rhymes"? Yeah, someone said that. Who said that? I think it was. Mark Twain, maybe? Yeah. All right. So this one is going to sound very familiar. Um, Mount Juliet officer delivers ice cream after arresting Instacart driver mid-delivery. And I've got the I got a, <laughs> the local news story on this. It's probably like a minute or two. So it's going to play this. Well, new tonight, a woman received a shock after two Mount Juliet police officers delivered her groceries. Not what you'd expect, mm. right? This all happened after the man who was supposed to deliver them was arrested. Police say they pulled over the man because he had outstanding warrants. And when police looked inside the man's truck, they saw the groceries and saw melted ice cream. Now, the officers then decided to load up the groceries and drop them off to the customer's home nearby. And we spoke with the woman about the, that kind of surprising encounter with police. And I was wondering, oh my God, you know, what has happened? Why is there a police officer? And then when I came to the door, I saw him holding holding groceries, and it just really, I didn't know what to expect. Pretty much it was a great opportunity. You know, we work for a great city, and so we get to, we try to pay back anytime we can. So uh, something positive like that, uh, you know, not letting her M&M ice cream sandwiches melt was always a, a plus. I told her, you know, next time she may just call us and we'll go to Kroger for it. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Wantina told us she took photos with the officers and sent them to her daughter, who then posted them on social media. Uh, she went on to say this was a wonderful welcome to the community, especially because she just moved to the area. Oh, wow. So now she's stunner. being indoctrinated to what Middle Tennessee is all about. Did she share an, an M&M ice cream with Ooh. them, though, is what I wonder. Did they get to eat it before they both? I just love that they didn't let anything go to waste. That yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah, it's great. Well, All right. Your thoughts? One question. So when the cop delivers the food, right, or delivers the Instacart, does the driver still get the money, or <laughs> like you think, like that's you a know, good like, question. So, you know, you realize after you know, and it, you know, I don't know if the guy has access to his phone, but you just like you know, it was completed, so I should get that money. And tip. is it gonna be a thing now? People are you know, just the cops just trying to be funny, trying to be cute, like he was gonna take the order, you know, oh you're doing mm-hmm. delivery or deliver food for them. This is going to be a thing. I think it's going to be a thing. It, it is if uh, the background checkers keep dropping the ball. 
checker doesn't work. I mean, I think we've established that. Like, yeah. checker doesn't work. I, it's, I think they asked like two questions. Like, are you alive? Yeah, yeah they're not. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, with that other story with the guy had how many cases on him and he got in. So it's like checker does not work. And they all use it. They all, uh, they all use it. Rover for dogs uses checker. They all use checker. It's a terrible company or is inefficient. Something needs to be changed. Um, Actually, I mean, gonna take something and it's going to take something really seriously. Like something's going to happen. That's going to be tragic. And, and then the question is, how did he or she mm-hmm. get on this platform? Yeah, how and, they are able to, you know, and who's responsible? I, I, I have a feeling what it is. It's probably like the like the person like the, the bad person is just has a friend or a family member that they actually so they apply and sign up under their name their license all that stuff but then yeah. they just have the bank account in their name so they can go work like you know like me and my brother we'd look a lot alike so if my brother was ever in a situation like that where he's like just sign up for this company and but then like use my picture and all that stuff and you know like I could I could totally see that's probably how they're getting around it like yeah. that's how the Instacart bots work basically just using fake accounts or people yeah. selling their accounts to um, the bot mafia or whatever they're called. Yeah. I mean, at least, you know, what Uber, the, you know, Uber driver app, they at least try to, even though, again, it's not, you know, the, the most perfect system. I mean, like every couple of days, they want you to take a picture to mm-hmm. let you know that it's you. I mean, that's it's, it's the least they can do. But yeah. I think they're gonna have to do more with security and and Am- make sure. Amazon makes me do it like right. every day. Every day, you gotta take a picture. Yeah. Oh. And uh, the Instacart app is even worse because it makes me log in. Like you have to put your phone number in, then it sends a digit, and like you have to verify the code. Mm-hmm. It'll actually. I was in the middle of a shop today, and I must have lost Wi-Fi or something. And it actually kicked me off the app, and I like tried to open it again. And I had to go through the entire login process all over again, right in the middle of a shop. It's like, what is going that's, on? That's that's efficient. Wow, we have fifteen viewers. This is great. <laughs> nice. Soon we'll be competing with DoorDash, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you want another funny story, or uh... yeah, let's do let's do it. Um, let's see. TikToker jokes about sabotaging customers' DoorDash order after they don't tip, dividing viewers. Oddly enough, this is a TikTok story. It's on. This is on DailyDot.com. Um, Chad, do you have TikTok app? Do you no, have I don't use TikTok or TikTok. TikTok. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was talking. You remember uh, John Dash Dash Theory TV? Yes, I do. I reached out to him and I asked if he wants to be the tiktok correspondent for this show is i was thinking he could like find the f- most funny interesting relevant tiktok video of the week related to gig work. oh he's a tiktoker yeah he's on tiktok it's a, it's a yeah. few gig tubers on tiktok like uh yeah. gig life yeah I actually like a lot of his stuff he, he kind of put some creativity so is pedro on tiktok i don't know i don't know maybe i don't i don't, I don't use it it's just chinese spyware so i don't know you might everything well- is ch- <laughs> Well, Chad, I don't know. You have to get off. You have to get off the internet. Hey, who's the, the one the grid, with the cybersecurity the degree? <laughs> but I was gonna say, so we we need a TikTok correspondent where they could just do like their like they could they could have something that's pre-recorded and just give it to us, and then we just you know show it in the middle of the show. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's that's a great idea. So anyway, let's get back to the story. TikToker jokes, blah blah blah. The practice of tipping is a subject that gets debated on TikTok quite often. After a customer didn't tip their best friend who delivers for tic- for DoorDash, TikTok user, not your normal parent, joked about messing with an order, dividing viewers, and spurring yet another tipping debate on the platform. This is on TikTok or Reddit. We need a Reddit correspondent too. The yeah. TikTok probably, video sh- probably, it was probably recorded on TikTok. And they probably yeah. re-uploaded. Uh, the TikTok video shows a person holding a frozen coffee up to the car's AC vent. The TikToker claims they put the heat on on the customer's coffee. However, the TikToker later set the record straight. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, and it's basic. All right. So, it's just commenters debating uh, about tipping or not tipping. I find another reason every day to not tip DoorDash drivers. Wait, I always tip in cash because I thought you guys liked that better. I'll tip from the app from now on. 
I tip cash when I receive the food. Tips are based off the quality of service. People in these comments are tripping. I tip cash sometimes too, but I put in notes to let the driver know. Don't melt my coffee. Broke people in the comments can't afford a tip. So yeah, I'll, I'll put a link to this in the description. I mean, it's kind of long, but it's, yeah, I don't know. That, that, that's a, it's going to be the oldest conversation ever. Like That's why I, I don't know if you saw my uh, community post I did a few days ago. I said, who's worse? People who don't tip or dashers who knowingly take a non-tip order and then mess with people's food. Yeah, definitely the person is messing with food. Like, you chose this order. Don't be, don't waste your time to do that. Like, none of them, you're not, you, you may think you're feeling better by doing it. You're not. You're, you're, you're in the back of your mind, you know you're doing something wrong. So, don't, you know, don't do that. It doesn't make any sense. And in terms of tipping, it's interesting. Um, I, I got to look at some videos. I want to, I want to understand the science of it. Like, who tips more? Is it, you know, obviously it'd be about different backgrounds or cultural stuff but like mm -hmm. you know does boomers do boomers uh tip more than millennials do millennials tip at all probably I mean, I'm, 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 women do women tip more than men you know what i mean like mm -hmm. I, gotta, I gotta look that up because i find that very interesting even though it doesn't really help us because you can't you don't know any information when you get an order but um yeah i wonder because i'm sure there's some trends that we can probably look at this 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 is something that we sh should or that we could and should do a roundtable uh, discussion about sometime is like about tipping and something that I've been saying ever since I started doing gig work like I, remember back oh I don't, well, you weren't an Uber driver but like wait like when Uber first started it took them years to include the ability for uh, riders to tip the driver within the app. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember doing when I when Uber when Uber first came around, I loved it. It was amazing. I and then at the end of the year, I realized I had like almost a hundred rides. I was like, God, how much money I've, I've wasted. Mm -hmm. But I needed. I was drunk. I needed. You know, I was at the bar. I needed to go home. <laughs> and I wasn't. You know, I didn't drive at the time. And I've slept on so many trains, so many subways. Me missing my stop because I am passed out drunk. I'm like, I'll pass out drunk in the car of an Uber you end up in guy. New Jersey or Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> I could get driven home. And even if I, there's one time I've left my phone in the car, I was able to get my phone the next day. Like, this is amazing. But yeah, for a while, it did not have any tips. So, I was, so they're just, they were just getting base pay, right? Or mm -hmm. the, the fare yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but what I was going to say is there should be a way that there should be an option on there that says I intend to tip the driver in cash. Yeah. But, but I, I'm that's wondering, on but the, I think that'd they're be trying to the avoid cash though. I think, right. I thought it was an idea for Uber. It's like, Hey, you pay, you don't have to worry about getting exchanging money or change or anything mm -hmm. like that. Like everything is cashless. So I'm wondering that's the reason why they may not want to put that, that option in there. It'd also be a way for cheapskates to, click that and then when the driver shows up like hey where's my tip and be like oh yeah that's that's gonna i be thought i had <laughs> i only have hundreds can you break 100 <laughs> you know something like that yeah so yeah in a contactless delivery you're gonna leave yeah. cash out like like I mean? so, yeah. some of those commenters said i always tip in cash and i leave a note but it's like the driver doesn't see that note until after they accept your order so if you're not if you're planning on i mean Bless your heart. If you're planning on tipping, you know, ten dollars cash at the door or whatever it is, and but it's just there's no way for the driver to know that unless they accept your order. And then if you don't pre-tip, no. chances are they're only seeing unless it's like a really long distance. You know, they're probably seeing a two or three dollar order. Yeah. You know, and maybe a little bit more depending on the driving distance. But any any time I get a cash tip is always a pleasant surprise. I'm like, you know, thank yeah. you, appreciate you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always a it's not, you know, it's not something, obviously it's a tip. It's not something you are anticipating necessarily a cash tip. You, you're going by what the payout was, but it's always welcomed. Um, but I wonder if that idea of intended a cash tip. I wonder if that's something that they thought about. And it was like, nah, maybe it's a, just a legal thing. Like some kind of limit. Yeah. Especially some, some, some crazy dash of waiting outside because they didn't get the cash tip that they saw that thought they on, that was on the app waiting outside for it. I mean, yeah, that's, because, you know, checkers not working, so. I don't know if you've seen the comments. John McCallion says, Hannibal, how many times have you puked in an Uber? <laughs> Never. 
Never. I always threw up outside of the car. No, but I had friends threw up in my car. Crazy. I've yeah, only I'll, puked from never, drinking yeah. like once ever in my life. Yeah, or you, and you I was pretty young at the time. Yeah, I, and also growing up, I had terrible, terrible motion sickness. Like really uh, bad. It was embarrassing. Like long bus rides. I kind of it kind of is not the same anymore. I, I'm pretty good. I mean, I hate amusement park rides. Like I wouldn't go. I'm not gonna go ever go on a gro- uh, roller coaster like at uh, all. Oh yeah, I'm a real man. Um, but in terms of drinking, like I can just take I some Dramamine. Yeah, I don't know. My my son is seven. I gotta man up and eventually do the roller coaster thing. Maybe I'll just drug myself up. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, never 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 throw up in a. Yeah, I don't want to pay that. Was it 175 dollars if you throw up in an Uber? actually there's no flat fee anymore it just depends on like you have to actually you have to get the car cleaned and then submit the receipt so it's like whatever you actually pay for it oh okay yeah i don't know right lisa says she works in new york now and she says i found that north brooklyn tips well and williamsburg doesn't tip at all i thought right lisa i thought you were in syracuse when did you move to new york yeah north yeah uh, the dash is on that north brooklyn is my favorite that's my favorite uh, market, and if with if it, because I don't I don't schedule myself. If it's if they're not open, like that dash now. Sometimes I don't even dash. Like I just lo- I love those pizza restaurants, and everyone is nice, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think we're getting killed, getting <laughs> shot. Like that's where I live. Where I live in, I, I forgot the stair- um the area they call it, but it's bad. <laughs> so like I love that area in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Lisa knows what you're talking about. Another option would be, um, like DoorDash, Steve says, I don't understand with DoorDash how they can offer 225 for Taco Bell going six miles, why these systems allow a customer to even place the order. Well, another option would be, and actually I did see, I saw this on Instagram, I think it was like raining, and like it was just a screenshot from Uber Eats where somebody said, it's raining, tip your driver well. Like I think what, it, it, and this is another thing that wouldn't cost any of these apps any money. It's like yeah. when the customer doesn't tip, it should say, like, no or warning or caution, you know. Um, drivers have the ability to tell if the order is has a tip before they accept it. And if you do not tip, uh, chances are your order will be very delayed. You know, some something yeah, like I, that. So, yeah, I mean, they can work it out. They can nudge. I mean, these apps are geared to change us our behavior, like the way we – that's why if you it's a good idea when you take a break from doing any kind of gig work, turn off all the notifications on your phone because they will try to find putting in messages to get you to go outside because they know how to prime you. They, 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 so I'm wondering if they were able to just mm-hmm. send a little notification that when you decide not to tip that they'll put a message and they can work it where it don't sound like you're not say disrespecting or being rude to the person that's not tipping, but to encourage them to tip. Exactly. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. How long have we been going? I'm trying to find the. There used to be a. Uh... Okay, we've been going forty-three minutes. Okay. Nice. Sorry, I just, just brought the the flow of the show to a, a halt there. So, anyway, um, I got a, we got a couple more stories here, um. For Argo AI, Ford, and Lyft to launch self-driving ride-hail service in Miami and Austin. Mm-hmm. So this isn't something I think that's... The service is expected to launch in Miami later this year and in Austin next year. So basically the driverless cars are coming. And it says they want to deploy at least a 1,000 robo-taxis in multiple cities. Right. Um, and something along that lines is that Instacart is... Uh, they're looking to build. Actually, it's not really the same. But it says Instacart to build warehouses in partnership with retailers. Instacart moving forward uh, beyond the store to, plans to open robotic fulfillment centers for grocers to handle online orders. The grocery delivery company announced that Fabric will provide the software and robotics for the facilities. Will start rolling out over the next twelve months, according to the Wall Street Journal. So again, um, so you think so? It is electronic. So is the warehouse is has mostly uh, robotics, and it'll go into a driverless car. So the it whole doesn't say that. It just process will be. 
It's saying that the warehouse will be robotic, and I'm thinking it's going to be kind of like this. Kind of, I think that's how GoPuff works. Is that with GoPuff instead of going to individual Seven Elevens and and all those stores, is that you just go to the GoPuff warehouse and you pull up and everything's packed and ready. And they right, just, right, right. And I think that's. I remember I predicted this when I first started with Instacart, and it, it seems like I, I don't. Know, but I, it, it almost seems counterproductive. Is that like to have these warehouses all over the place? And that, and I think it would work on the same model where you just roll up to the warehouse, like that's how Amazon Flex works, and yeah. they load up your car and they give you the address and you go there, and you, I'm I'm sure you still get a tip. And actually, it would be a m- lot quicker if you don't have to shop for it. Like if if everything was delivery only, no shopping, like you would knock out you know probably double as many orders since you not you don't have to shop. But yeah, and um, I think it's a market. A lot of people who are not interested in shopping. I do as I got older. I do like going to a grocery store and just browse it. Like I like going to Whole Foods and just looking at stuff and discovering things. When you're when you're looking at your app or your computer, you're you're looking at the things you already know you like, but you won't. I don't know if you mm-hmm. tried to take a chance on something that you wouldn't, wouldn't normally buy, but if you went physically in the store, you looked at it. So I I think those places are always going to still be important. But also, most people, some people don't want to ever leave their house. <laughs> so everything is just being taken care of. There's more ghost, uh, ghost, ghost kitchens coming around where it, yeah. you know, it's you're picking up in back of somewhere and it cooking all is. So I, I think that's just the future. And of, I think DoorDash and, started that with the DoorDash kitchens like last year. Yeah, it's like it's like they'd be like it'd be like a Taco Bell, but like it's not open to the public. It's the exact same food, ing- ingredients, equipment, and all that. It's just that there's no customers. Yeah. There's no cashiers. It's just. You roll up and it's it's for delivery only. You yeah, know? I think that there's some other fast food restaurants doing the, the the ghost kitchen thing too. I forgot. I don't know if it was Chick Fil A is actually planning it. Don't quote me on that. Hmm. But I think some other um, chains are implementing the the whole idea too. Hmm. Although, like, see, I don't really get this whole warehouse thing. Is like, they're like the grocery stores already have their own distribution centers, and so if it's going to be a fulfillment warehouse, like. I, I just don't like see the point because it's like if you would ha- you would have to have warehouses everywhere and then you know we already have those they're already called stores yeah. so instead of having warehouses just go back to how it was and have in-store shoppers by the way I did yeah. my first ever shop only order today so I'm not sure if you're familiar with this like Instacart they used to have in-store shoppers and yeah. actually when I first started doing Instacart I used to have because they would have full service orders and delivery only orders and it's just like so the in-store shopper shops bags everything up all you they gotta just, do they is just chill at the at the store the whole yeah day. like they're hourly employees they don't get tips mm. um but they also they don't put any miles on their car you know they're just then um so they got rid of those and they went to having the store employees of each chain do that and then they got rid of those and now now we're doing both but these shop only orders are like appallingly cheap they're like between seven and like twelve dollars to shop like a full order and so i mean like it saves you some time because you don't have to deliver it but just still i mean the shopping still takes just as long you still have to go through the checkout you still have to right. bag everything up so but so but you you only did one order or you had a whole shift like did you are you were in no, it's, store shop it's uh it's it's in the queue like it'll say you know full service order or Shop only order. I haven't seen a delivery only order, and yeah, it's a like, lot. Yeah, I see a lot. When every time I will go on the app, I see mm-hmm. yeah, full shop and del- and deliver only. I never seen a shop only. Yeah, That's I think it's only in in certain markets now. But yeah, I would assume so. That's interesting. I, I was doing a ride along vlog today, so I'll probably post that tomorrow or Tuesday. But so like I I said, I had three criteria to do a shop only order. Like one, I would have to be sitting in the store parking lot at the time. Yeah, you got to be really close. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Two, I would it would have to be a fairly small order where it's only going to take a few minutes. And then three, it would also have to be I would have to be like so desperate between orders <laughs> that I would be willing to take it. So that's what happened today is that I dropped yeah. off a regular order and then there was a Publix right outside the the community where I dropped it off. And I was sitting there for probably like 10, 15, 20 minutes and I saw a shop only order. It was only like nine dollars and change, but it was only six items, and it was all produce. I was like, "Oh, I can knock this out in five minutes." Yeah, so. I, I actually would like the option, uh, you know, just to see it. I'm like, "Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting." Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not driving anywhere. It's a few bucks. You already like say so you're already near the grocery store. So I, yeah, that actually is kind of the problem is yeah, but it's like the payouts on them are very low because the base pay is only five bucks, and right. most most of these because they're for curbside pickup, so the customer they don't usually tip because they think just an hourly employee is doing it. Yeah, even if they do paid. tip, yeah. even if they do tip, they're only tipping like five, seven bucks. That's why you very rarely see a shop only order for more than twelve dollars, and that's for like at least a half hour, if not 45 minutes worth of work. So um, I, I, I just don't know who's doing these shop only orders because the pay on them is so paltry. Yeah. Um, should we knock out a few more stories here? We got an hour. To sure. Go. Sure. So this one again. Okay. So here's another, um, uh, this is kind of old news, but it's, this is a DoorDash driver got scammed for a thousand dollars by sneaky company pretending to help. This is another local news story. This is out of Raleigh, North Carolina. So this is a, mm. a minute for it. I'm just going to play this video. Every time I do, this, our, my video gets demonetized. Yeah. Oops, should probably turn the sound on. Why can't I? He was driving and got a call. Pull over to a safe area. This is DoorDash. We believe somebody has compromised your account. Daryl says a caller told him information about his account. They said they were able to uh, uh, set up a firewall to prevent them from getting any more of my information. He then got a verification code on his phone. I gave him the verification code, and then, you know, after that, you're pretty much, you know, waiting around, you know, to see what's going to happen. Well, what happened is when it came time for DoorDash to pay Daryl, he didn't get it. When he called DoorDash and they told him the bank on file, I said, no, that's, that's not my bank. Instead, it went to the scammer's bank, who called Daryl days before pretending to be with DoorDash. I don't want to see somebody else go through the same thing. Daryl tried to work with DoorDash to get his money back, but when it didn't happen, he got in touch with me. The company tells me DoorDash takes the trust of our community very seriously, and we're committed <laughs> to the security of those we serve. A representative adds they've also implemented a number of changes to help keep Dasher accounts secure, including protecting payout changes where a two-factor authentication code is sent to Dashers and a warning not to share that code with anyone, including DoorDash. The company did reach out to Daryl and reimbursed him the $939. It was a quick response. I really appreciate you helping me out. This is a good reminder to always protect your account. When you get a call or email from someone claiming to be with a company, don't just take their word for it. Instead, hang up and call the company directly. I'm troubleshooter Diane Wilson, ABC 11 Eyewitness News. All right. So, yeah, that's kind of um, old news, especially if you're an Instacart shopper. Like Pretty much like every Instacart shopper has gotten one of these scam calls by now. Is It's happened to yeah. me twice and the first time that it happened to me is like I like it just immediately struck me as something wrong because they're like, "Did you work today?" Because and I'm like, "Well, you're Instacart, shouldn't you know that I work today?" <laughs> and then the dude w- clearly had an American accent, like you and I, and I've never heard anyone call me from DoorDash or even if I call them, <laughs> who was an American. Right. They're always you know in India yeah, outsourced. Or, yeah. yeah, and. Uh, so I, it's actually if you go in a lot of Facebook groups and there, there's plenty of stories about these and uh, they're they're funny but like they're sad that like people actually fall for them, and it's like I mean that's that's why they do it. I mean that's yeah. why all these scam. This you know my I constantly getting phone calls and it's it's the auto warranties and it's like oh, I get dude, like twenty I'm of not those going a day. To fall. Like I, I'm, yeah. and it says press nine to be removed yep. from our call list, which I always do, and then. You- I'm still getting calls, so. You still there? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. Okay, sorry. Oh, that was your, weird. Your sound cut out for a second. But oh. yeah, you ever, has anyone ever tried to scam you trying to claim that they're DoorDash or Instacart or Uber or somebody? No, I, I haven't. Uh, uh, fortunately, I have not got any of that. I know um, there's a good video, uh, A Journey with T. She was talking about a DoorDash scam that was going into her Instagram. Which is interesting. Like, how would even know? I mean, I guess when you have all your stuff on Instagram that you're doing DoorDash or or Mm -hmm. some other app that they're even targeting you on your Instagram. Now, I'm just extremely paranoid. Like, I I don't answer my phone unless I know the number. 
leave a message yeah. you know because every every you can't trust anything anymore i know like i had to do a delivery today and like in the customer's notes it said please call my number my landline and it had their phone number in there i was like oh i hate when it that happens every yeah, once in a yeah, while see, yeah. it's it's usually some boomer and um <laughs> like or it's like this happens a lot when uh, there's a lot of retirement homes around here right. and it's the the son or daughter ordering on behalf of their parents and it's yeah, like, yeah. you know they're in Nebraska or whatever and they're yeah. like call my mom or my dad to let them know you're coming and I'm like I don't want to I mean it's not like I'm like worried that like all of a sudden I'm going to get grandma calling me you know but <laughs> hitting you up <laughs> yeah it's just I don't want other people it's like my phone number is out there enough as it is and the way that these scammers get your number is is off Facebook because a lot of people will actually if you have your phone number on Facebook take it off because they'll go yeah. and like they're in the Facebook groups for DoorDash drivers or Instacart shoppers or whatever and they just click on your profile or you know lock down your profile like mine is like super locked down like you can't send me a friend request you can't message me nothing like I can message <laughs> you uh, like if we don't know each other but uh, yeah. You know, there, so I, I've come, I'm like this close to just deleting Facebook. I, 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 at this point, I really don't need it. It's like, I'm only yeah. friends in, with my close family members and like people I actually know in real life. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. need to if be it wasn't, Facebook if it wasn't friends. If it wasn't for family, I probably would not have a Facebook. It's yeah. not, it's just, you get everything from everything else. I, I don't need to be Facebook friends with the guy who had the locker next to me in ninth grade, you know, <laughs> no, you don't want to re you want to rekindle that friendship. No, yeah. It's like, we have nothing in common. You live a thousand miles away. <laughs> I know. I, I, what do we need to be friends yeah. for? But, um, anyway, uh, there was a, actually there was like a ton of news this week, but it was all kind of little stuff. So, I mean like the big news story was obviously, the yep. Uber strike and the upcoming DoorDash strike or whatever you want to call it, which I guess we'll talk about next Sunday because it'll yeah. it'll be the day after that. The problem with like all these strikes is there's never any follow up. Like, hey, this is what the strike accomplished or didn't accomplish. So it it has to basically the way and again I don't know how Uber is going to what's happening with Uber, but a lot of drivers are not going back on the road. And that's exactly the kind of thing that will spur some change. I don't know if it's good or bad, but in terms of DoorDash, if we're still out there every day, then nothing's going to change. Like Saturday, are you going to be out there DoorDashing? Um, it's not that I'm planning on it or not planning on it. It's your go-to app either. So, but, yeah, know. I mean, if I was going to work, I'd probably do Instacart or Amazon Flex. I Yeah. The only time I, really the only time I do DoorDash now is like if I know I'm gonna make a ride along video. Like it's it's not an app that I just want to turn on and go out and make money because like I can make a lot more money a lot faster with Instacart and uh, Amazon Flex. Yeah. Oh sorry, I turned the chat off. Sorry. Uh, so nice to see some new people in the chat. So thanks for watching. Hope you subscribed if you're not already. Of course, check out Hannibal's channel if you're not already watching him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. By the way, uh, what do you have? Anything uh, planned for this week? I will be, uh, well... As far as YouTube. Like I said, so busy doing the dog stuff. I, I, I am working on a video with Rover. Mm -hmm. um, I think Rover is going to continue to grow and grow. It's just... And also, like, I don't recommend you going private, not on the app. Like, don't ever... When you go talking to someone and say, oh, can I use Venmo? And you say, yeah, mm -hmm. Rover reads those chats because they're trying to get their cut. Yeah. But with all the traveling, a lot of people are traveling. A lot of people. People are done staying at home and they're out and they're moving. And they have they need someone to watch their dog, to watch their cat. And you get a nice quiet cat, a nice quiet dog. <laughs> you can still, and if you have someone at home, you can still dash. You can still, you know, you're basically making money at home and out on the road. So I'll make another video on how to land your first client. should be out in a day or so. Oh, okay, cool. I don't know if you watch uh, this girl out of Texas. She's called Brandy. It's kind of a young. I think she's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I saw. Um, yeah, her she video. did. A, she's, she she did quit a DoorDash actually. Yeah, she quit DoorDash, and I, I guess she's doing Rover now. So. Yeah. She made a video about that. I was gonna. We didn't really have any. As far as I know, we didn't really have any outrageous or controversial things happening within the GigTube community. I guess when Bentley Coop doesn't 
make a video. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't follow him. So I, would, I think he did release another video. I think he's like I said, he's good. Yeah. What he's doing? Um, I think everyone kind of realizes whether you agree with him or not. You know, we, although you still UDM got to make money. UDM made a video called if it, um I forget what it's called, but he said if you if you quit gig work, don't come back. I was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah, I saw the video. I didn't get it. So like, why not come back? Like, why I can't? If I decided why I I shouldn't, I I, I didn't get the. I, I I love his videos. I love it. I just didn't get what he was trying to say. Yeah, he seemed like it was a little bit of. I understand what you're going through. Things are bad, but if you leave, don't come back. I'm like, all right cool i guess (laughs) all right so um i need a guest for my wednesday show so if you guys have a a suggestion let me know in the comments um i do i mean i do have some people in mind i just usually i try to line them up like a week or two out and i I usually don't have a problem uh booking somebody like a day or two in advance but uh yeah so i I interviewed john from ride upstate last wednesday so check that out if you haven't already um valdestat's voice um i talked to him and he donated he just did a cash donation for the charity challenge he's not going to do a video because he said he just did one uh similar to that a few months ago so thanks to valdestat if you're watching why don't uh, you interview him and not worry about the video yeah i'd love to see, to, just so, to see your face <laughs> yeah I, so yeah if you're watching i'll you know i'll email or message him too and uh yeah. see if he wants to but yeah he would be fun i to think it'll be a really good conversation he's yeah. uh you know he's a, he's a good dude Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for this week's. You know, what we we're gonna come up with like a real name for the show instead of just this week's gig news. I mean, it's yeah, like shout out to the community. Actually, yeah, yeah. they're more far more creative people than probably you and I. I, I don't know. know. I like. I'm not like. I'm not like the like somebody who comes up with an original idea. I'm more like I like to see things other people have done and then and refine improve it, right? upon them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, that's, that's the I've always, like when I was a little kid, I remember like watching Siskel and Ebert and I was like, wait, you can get paid to just talk about movies. I was like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> and it's like, kind of like my whole life is just like, and I actually, when I was in college, like all I did was like write movie reviews, book reviews, music reviews, even though I'm not a musician. Um, yeah. you know, it's so it's like, it's just a lot of these, I mean, like literally everybody's a critic, but, um, but even when I see like, like when I, it's funny, like I can never, I, it's hard for me to watch documentaries because every time I watch a documentary, all I can think is how I would have done it if I was making a documentary. Well, you would, won't you, <laughs> won't you make one then? <laughs> That's what they say, right? Like, I thought about it. Like I would like to do kind of like, um, that guy, I forget his the guy who's door dashing across America, do something like that. Yeah. And, but actually instead of me being the focus like it would just be like to focus on all the drivers and and stuff like that the problem is like it would be hard to make a video about that without uh, or, or a documentary about that but it, it would be like very slanted because like it would just either be a tearjerker like all these you know vox and TechCrunch stories and all these yeah. like i mean these... there's a there's a slant there's there's yeah. a narrative that they're trying so like what's your narrative you know what i mean like what you're trying to push well it would have been Ugh. like, hey, look, you can make a living having to have a boss, you know, because you don't like like all these stories about the gig economy and like especially from any source that's like to the left of Rand Paul is uh, they're all like these people aren't making nothing, you know, making no money. And uh, um, it's like, well, where's all the positive gig stories, people who quit their day job? Because their boss was a total asshole, and like now they're happier than they've ever been in their life, you know. That's I mean, that's You're right. My, that's my story. Yeah, I hear that. So gig cast, mm, sort of, but it, we have to imply that there's news involved because like it's the gig tube podcast is like. Mm. So it's kind of like it's kind of like I I don't know if you subscribe to any podcasts where it's kind of like a variety show, where they have like you know one show on Monday and then like a different kind of show on Thursday or Friday or whatever it is. Um, mm. So that's kind of like what the gig two podcast has evolved into. It's like we have the interview show and then we have the weekly news roundup and like, like, right. uh, like the gig economy podcast, Jason shout out to them. Like yeah. his, he has a similar show, even Harry Campbell, the writer guy, his podcast is, you know, it's mostly like interviews with like people like us or, you know, people movers and shakers within the gig 
economy, especially like, you know, execs and people like that. But yeah. it's also kind of like a news roundup. Um, well, at least like that's that's kind of like how his website and and uh, YouTube channel are. So Gigcast News, hmm, maybe. Podcast with Chad and Hannibal. Yeah, well, that's a little long. <laughs> the, travel the Travel Dasher. I think it's somewhere he's already a Travel Dasher, John. Well, I think he's talking about the guy who's oh, traveling. Oh, yeah. You're, oh, actually, yeah, I you saw... should definitely interview a guy. Yeah, yeah. I... John, you're a genius. Hit him up. Yeah. That's, that'll be a really great conversation. It's he's funny. Like, I subscribed I, to his channel, but I haven't watched any of the videos yet. I'm just like so behind. Like, there's so many gig tubers now. Yeah. Like, I subscribe to everybody. But then it's like when I, in the morning, when I open YouTube to like see, and I usually watch YouTube when I'm eating lunch. And it's like there's so many different channels now competing for my attention. And, yeah. Only the best come out. But yeah, you got two, you got two decent choices Volastar's voice and the Tribal Dash. Those yeah. are two you should I mean, definitely I got get. Ton, I mean, we got all the time in the world. I don't absolutely have to interview somebody this, this no, week. No, 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 no. What, what else you got going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I want to make some videos about the, uh, the receipt rebate apps, which I've been putting off, which I should have done two years ago. Mm. And uh, I'm really considering doing all my Instacart training videos from starting over from scratch because, uh, a lot of those uh, it's a little obsolete. The apps changed a lot since then. So, yeah. all right. Well, we're we're rambling as always. So thanks everybody for watching. If you watch hey, the yeah, replay, fifteen high, appreciate yeah. it. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say if you watch on the replay all the way in, you're awesome. But you know that. So yeah, mm -hmm. check out channel. Check out Hannibal's channel if you haven't already, and check out Chad's charity challenge. Right here, Lisa, you could do a video uh, to do the the charity challenge. Even John McKellion, I know you don't make videos, but you know you got a phone, and if you do gig work, Jared Dad, um, and some of the other people that I saw in here, uh, DoorDash Steve, I think his name was, you know, even if you don't, if you don't make videos on the regular like us, it's still you have a YouTube channel, you got a phone, just if you don't know how to edit, just do it live and just do it all in one take. That's all it takes, and then I'll donate. And I've upped it. It was it was ten dollars a person at first, and now it's twenty. Speaking of which. I'm waiting for Hannibal to do his uh his uh. Yeah, I keep forgetting. Uh, right. Listen, Chad, I may not. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. What, how many uh, days I have left? I'm looking at the. There, there's really right. no deadline. Oh, there's no deadline. That was a whole month. The whole I was okay. trying to. Well, originally my my goal was to have it through the entire month of July, but um, now it's just basically until I hit 50 contributors, so or till we hit a thousand dollars. Okay. And last you time I not, checked, we're first at of like all, Chad, you should have said no. The deadline <laughs> that would come in. <laughs> Don't tell me I got all the time in the world. Right, I'm gonna try to get it done by this week. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, we're we're rambling as always. So thanks for everybody right, for watching, and we'll see you next week. See okay. you later. Bye.